Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good afternoon. How are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing terrific. Uh, it looks like it looks like we're going to be able to play some baseball tonight, but uh, Mother Nature is kind of not wanting to cooperate right now. Yeah, you know, uh, it looks a little cloudy. It looks like we could have some rain. I mean, yesterday it hailed at my house. I don't know what it did at y'all's houses, but uh, it was a little crazy yesterday. But <laughs> hopefully, we uh, hopefully we get this in. I'm not. Uh, super excited about the 7:30 game start. Not ideal for newspaper reporters, but we'll just uh, make it work. Yeah, it's a little television action, so it kind of gets bumped back to 7:30. Bryce, you and I were talking about the, this, uh, and again, this to me, this is a big series for Coach Rodriguez and the Bears. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I mean, they've played two the two top. Uh, teams, you know, according to the standings right now in the Big 12 already, and and you've gotten off to a to a one and five start in Big 12 play, and and this is a series you should win, and maybe even have a chance to sweep against West Virginia. Obviously, West Virginia comes in with a three and three record, so better than Baylor. But again, like I just said, I mean, I think I think you you know you take Baylor's record and you. You throw it out a little bit just based on the competition. They all the games against Texas were close. Now the TCU series was a step back. I don't think there's any question about it. The Frogs really handed it to the Bears in, in at least two of those games in that series. And then you had a get right series against North Carolina A and T and and uh Bears now riding a little bit of a six game winning streak as as they go into this series with the Mountaineers. But I agree with you. Uh, this is a chance for for Baylor to, you know, to make a little ground in the standings. It, one of the things that we always talk about, particularly in, in baseball, is you better be able to take care of those games at home. You got to win those series, particularly those series at home. And and, and this being a, a home series, I think it makes it twice as crucial. I think they have got to win the series, and as you point out, uh, maybe even put themselves in a position to sweep. Yeah, absolutely, and they've played well at home all year. I mean, uh, I think only the two losses to Texas, if I'm remembering off the top of my head. I mean, uh, so, you know, you, you've done well at Baylor Ballpark, and they've got a nice thing going with the Berm Boys, who have their own Twitter account and everything else, you know. I mean, <laughs> those guys have, have really embraced, uh, you know, kind of bringing a little bit of a different atmosphere to the ballpark, and that's fun. You need that, and I, I liked that uh, Baylor opened it up to a little more capacity, you know, a few weeks back. And so I think as we, you know, get deeper into the spring, maybe uh, some nicer weather, uh, you know, I think you're going to continue to see, you know, good crowds and, and uh, hopefully that, you know, uh, Baylor can take advantage of that. Bryce, uh, so Waco's got a new professional basketball team and the, the Royals, and they're going to get things underway tonight in Dallas. What can you tell us about this league and how things come about and where, you know, if somebody wants to go out and watch them, where are they going to be playing their games at? Yeah, they're going to be playing at the uh, Hewitt, uh, in Hewitt at the Legend Sports Center, uh, which I don't have that address off the top of my head, but um, if somebody knows where that is, they can they can share that information. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a fledgling uh, operation, obviously, but it is a national league that they are a part of and uh you know some of the cities that you know are in the league are, are pretty big cities dallas houston atlanta that type of stuff and then you got you've got some smaller cities like waco and uh i mean Louisville is you know a dallas suburb so it's not that small but 
Um, Little Rock is another one of the cities that, that's in the league. So uh, I think there's about 30 teams in, in this league. It's called the Basketball League, so not, not ex- extremely creative on the name. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the TBL, I believe, is what it's called. And, you know, it's guys that uh, played some kind of college ball, a lot of them. Um, and, and so, you know... I, it's not going to be NBA quality. It's probably not even going to be G League quality. But if you're looking for, you know, another entertainment option and a professional option, uh, you know, it'll be out there and it'll be interesting to see how they do. I've played pickup ball with uh, with uh, Brandon Littles, the the team owner, for for years, and you know, I I applaud him. You know, making a run at it. Waco's had some of these professional teams pop up here and there, and and uh, the staying power is tough uh, when you're when you're in that kind of a situation in minor league, you know, sports. But but uh, you know, I, I hope he does well, and 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 we'll see how it goes. I was looking through the trip earlier, and you had an article out there about the Texas Sports Hall of Fame class of 2021 that's coming up. It's Sophia Young, Malcolm's a part of this. Derek Johnson's going to be a part of it as well. What else can you tell us uh, as far as details go on the banquet itself? Yeah, so obviously it's different in terms of uh, how it how it normally happens. I mean, usually it plays out in the spring. We didn't have the banquet last year because because of COVID, and um, so technically you're getting a, a double, a two for class. You know, you get a little bit of the 2020 and the 2021 group uh, all uh, being inducted together. Uh, it shouldn't be too terribly long of a banquet, just because. Some of the 2020 class will not be able to make it. Um, the three that will not be part of this particular banquet, just based on their schedules. I mean, I think they're, uh, you know, a lot of times that happens and, and they get voted in and they just can't make the banquet. And, and they were they were all set to come when it was a spring event and now it's been moved to August. But um, the three that aren't coming are Robert Griffin and um, – Adrian Beltre and Clint Dempsey, the the soccer star. So those guys will, uh, you know, be inducted later. I, I know Jay Black told me that uh, on Robert's case, RG three, um, he'll be he'll be a part of it once it's back in the spring, which should be, you know, 2022. So that'll be you know that'll be cool. But uh, but certainly, like you mentioned, uh, in the 2021 group, they, you know, it does have a little bit of a local flavor to it with DJ. You know, Derek Johnson, what an incredible linebacker he was at, at Waco High. Tom can can tell you some stories there. <laughs> Had a 31-tackle game, didn't he, Tom? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guy could play a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. And then Sophia Young, uh, you know, Malcolm is one that I have stumped for. I'm on the selection committee uh, for, the, for the Sports Hall of Fame, and that's one I've been, you know, banging the drum for for years, and so I'm kind of excited to see her get in. Really, she was, uh, you know, Kim Mulkey's first great player in, in my, uh, you know, view. I mean, mm-hmm. Sheila Lambert and, and Danielle Crocker were pretty good, too. You know, no, no slouches there, but Sophia led them to a national title, uh, player of the year. When she, when she graduated, when she left Baylor, she was the Big 12's all-time leader in scoring, rebounding, several stats. So, um, you know, definitely a, a deserving uh, inductee there. 
All right, uh, one one final thing. I, I, and in fairness, you have been uh, you've been kind of busy in Indianapolis covering a uh, little basketball. But uh, you know, we're we're in the middle of baseball and softball season, and again this year, it seems like we always do. We have some really quality programs on both sides, both baseball and softball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a great game coming up tonight. You know, again, assuming the weather holds. Uh, between Troy and Whitney, uh, two, uh, two teams that are among the several teams that are ranked in, in class three, a in central Texas, I think Cameron and Lorena uh, are both, uh, in, in various polls as well. Uh, so that Troy Whitney game should be a doozy tonight. And then I was looking ahead a little bit and, uh, this is one I suspect we'll be at on, on Tuesday night, you know, um, is uh, Bosqueville and Valley Mills. Uh, Bosqueville's off to like a 19-2 and two start, just really kind of rolling right now. And um, Valley Mills is, is state-ranked as well. They played once already this year, and, and Bosqueville won that game 9-1. to one. So the Bulldogs are, are clicking along pretty good, but don't, don't sleep on Valley Mills. I mean, that's a, that's a proud program. Like you mentioned, Tom, I mean, we, you know, we always seem to have really strong baseball and softball around in Central Texas. And uh, another game I'll throw out there is uh, China Spring and Robinson softball plays tonight. I think that that is a matchup of one, two in, in that district. So, uh, you know, it's a fun time of year and, and we're uh, definitely excited now that you know, we are through the madness of March uh, to kind of crank up our uh, high school baseball and softball coverage. Bryce, uh, I got one more thing for you. Uh, Tristan Clark come out last night, and he's going to transfer and get back in to see if he can find a team to get back on the court and play. Uh, how good is that for him? To you know, things didn't go well here. He had to medically retire, but that's obviously you know a bright. It's nice to see him be able to get that opportunity again. Yeah, absolutely. And he was a guy that you know was tearing it up in his last you know, time on the court, he was, you know, averaging like 14, 15 points a game. He was uh, shooting, you know, over 70% from the field. And uh, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, making seven out of 10 of your shots, you're, you're doing a good job. Um, and, and was a guy that, you know, as they went along, they were hoping to kind of get still, um, you know, some contribution out of, and then obviously Tristan had to, you know, kind of step away for medical reasons, but it's good that he's worked his way back. And uh, he's a guy I still think, you know, if he can get back to that level that he was playing at before, he can help somebody. All right, Bryce. Hey, man, we appreciate the time. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Look forward to uh, reading the article tomorrow on the uh, Baylor and West Virginia game in the uh, Waco Tribune Herald. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. It might be about 1 a.m. when that sucker gets posted. But we'll... <laughs> We'll see. 7.30, baby. <laughs> Cross your fingers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, don't even say it. All right, see you later. Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib.